and I had this problem when I first started running businesses is I, I didn't know what to charge for pricing. And the real truth is it's not about pricing. Pricing's one of the factors, but it's not the deciding factor. All right, a quick rant on pricing for your mobile bar business. This is a very common question that you see in the Facebook group. It's very common questions that you see on all the TikTok videos. And there's a lot of different opinions. I've seen all these different types of price points and different approaches and how to come up with your price points, what people think their market is compared to the rest of the country. And there's tools, there's the pricing calculators, and I've seen a few of those as well. And it's, it's good to get a general understanding of what the market is for pricing. Obviously, you don't want to charge $60,000 for a car if you're selling it, if the market is anywhere between ten dollars to $20,000. That doesn't make any sense. So it's good to get a handle on what the market is. But here, here's what you need to do to, to find out what your price points are going to be for your business. First, you want to find out what your expenses are. And the truth is, is it's unpredictable, especially if you offer a lot of different options for drinks. So for us, we offer a couple signature drinks. Sometimes we'll have two beers on tap. We've had events where, so one specific event, we had a family that told us this is a big wine crowd. A lot of them love going to wineries, but they brought cases on cases of beautiful, beautiful wine, red and white. And we had signature drinks, we had some beer, then we had White Claws. And for that event, and actually for the rest of events, we don't normally serve a lot of White Claws, but for that specific one, people for some reason saw the first two women grab a couple White Claws and that was like all the crowd drank for the rest of the night. They had the best options for drinks and everybody was hammering White Claws, which is completely cool if, if that's what they want to go with. But the whole point is you never really know what's going to happen. Even if you get percentages from people like, oh, 20% is beer drinkers, 40% likes X, 30% likes Y. You're, you're never going to know. So what you want to do is just go through the exercise early in your business of types of events, what you're going to be serving, what types of mixes or alcohols are going to cost more money, what are the cases where, okay, if we there's 100 people and 200 people drink this signature drink where it is the most expensive and we have edible flowers and very expensive garnishes, how much is that going to run us? Maybe we only go through a couple cases of the edible flowers, yada, yada. Here's the worst case scenario for how much we're going to spend in expenses. Here's the best case scenario if they only drink, for example, the Bud Light we have on draft or whatever. You take that and you you take the average and you're going to be fair. You're going to be right in the ballpark most of the time. You'll have some events where people drink more, some where they drink less. It all works out in the end. But to find out what your pricing is going to be, that's completely subjective to you as a business owner. But the mindset here, especially with figuring out expenses and pricing, business owners, even outside of the mobile bar industry, struggle with this because there's nobody coming in to say, hey, that's the that's a perfect price for you in the market. You're right in that window for what you are and what you offer. That That is absolutely perfect. It's completely subjective and you're never gonna know what the expenses are. So for your pricing, you need to ballpark what you want to make either per hour or just for the day. So take what you want to make and it's it could be $20 an hour. It could be all the way up to 100 to two, even $200 an hour if you really wanted to. It doesn't matter what people say. If they think, oh, that's way too cheap, you're bringing down the market, you're taking care of your business. If you're, if you're overcharging and you're closing those deals and all the clients want to work with you, 
go do that as well. Again, it's completely subjective. The biggest question here that everybody needs to ask themselves is what is anything worth in the first place? What is bartending worth? Why do you buy Nike shoes and you don't buy the cheapest shoes at Walmart? Why do you have a new car after five years when you can just go get a 95 Camry? Why do people buy Supreme t-shirts? I don't, I genuinely don't understand that one where it's like, I think it's like 200 bucks for a t-shirt. It's the same t-shirt, but people buy it for a number of different reasons. Look at everything that you've bought and really question deeply, why do you buy those things? And it'll bring you to this problem or what the problem typically is for 95% of the people that ask this question. And I had this problem when I first started running businesses is I, I didn't know what to charge for pricing. And the real truth is it's not about pricing. Pricing's one of the factors, but it's not the deciding factor. It's the same reason why you buy your clothes where you buy them and you don't go on wish.com and get your t-shirts for a dollar. And what you will find is when you are trying to find events, if you run this exercise of, okay, for 100 people, maybe you charge $3,000. I'm just throwing out a number, $3,000. If you find you're not closing deals or you're not closing enough deals, four months later, you could lower that price by like 500, 600 bucks. What you're gonna find is you're not gonna close that many more events. And that's what the problem is. It's not your, your pricing. It is either your sales process, what you're saying on the phone, the language that you're using, what the, the emails are saying. Do people feel like you're a business that's in demand that can also take care of their, their big day, their wedding? Can you handle all of the, the project details? Are you not going to unload all these little details on them? Like how many bartenders do you want? How many tables do you want? all those things. Are you going to have this, this day of a beautiful outcome where people create that memory and they talk about it for a long time? That's what they're looking for. It's not about the cost, especially for a luxury item like an open bar. Like they are more worried about that outcome more they are worried about the 500 bucks and rolling the dice on somebody who may not be able to take care of business for them. It could also be marketing. Do you have enough leads coming in? And there's two sides to that specifically because when you have more leads, when you have more options, the way you're talking to clients or potential clients, the way you're handling your business, you are operating from a place of abundance. You know somebody's gonna get that event when you get on the phone and somebody is like, I'm, you know, you're a thousand dollars over what I wanna spend your tonality is going to be like, hey, I completely understand that. But we have, hey, we have 10 people gunning after this. I hope you understand we have to take this money when it comes in. This is a very sought after September weekend. This is going to get booked. I can help you out with some other options and point you in the right direction. If we're not a fit, I completely get it. Maybe we will be in the future. People hear that. They absolutely hear that from your voice and the things that you're saying. So marketing and getting more leads coming into your business. And then branding, what is your message saying? And I, I saw a mobile bar owner in my state. Uh, I think I talked about her before. And I feel a little bad not remembering her name. I'll try to find the, the information. But I think she was on a couple news channels. And, and she was listed on a couple uh, other good websites. By the way, that's the best thing for SEO. You could be pretty trash at everything else with all your social media. If you're listed on a couple high authority websites and your website is nice, uh, that's the best for SEO possible. Google loves that. But uh, she also, I think her business partner, she started another venture. She had a, a business partner that I believe was a photographer. So you go to their Instagram. I think they had like 20,000 followers. They were just very good at just the professional photos and videos. It just had a look of luxury, but it also had a lot of people that were following them. And 
that creates that urgency with people where she was, I listened to her talking on something, I think with her new business, and she was mentioning she doesn't even pick up the phone. She doesn't have a sales process because she has created that urgency with her brand and created that social proof that she basically gets the inquiries and then she sends out the deposit form and is like, take it or leave it. If you want to leave it, we'll find somebody else. And that's how she books all her deals. And if your brand, you can work on your brand and do that. Ideally, if you have a friend who's a professional photographer, that's huge. That's the point is for her too, she could probably add another $1,000 on whatever she charges. if She's still going to close deals. So it's not about like the itemizing of the $150 for this. And then the two bartenders, if you want an extra hour, it's going to be another $50. Like people don't care about that. That's not what they're after, especially with a mobile bartending service. So keep that in mind. Throw that in your back pocket. I love everybody. We'll see you in the next one.